discussion on the Minnesota Vikings by Viking fans from around the country. Each week we gather and discuss and hammer out everything about the Minnesota Vikings. What we saw the previous week, what we see in store for the upcoming matchup, and a few surprises along the way. Join us each week as we launch on a new adventure. It's here. It's Thor's Hammer. Thank you for joining Santos Hammer. I hope everyone had a nice Christmas. Alongside with Papa Scott. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing great. Merry Christmas, Bob. Merry Christmas to you too, sir. I hope all was well. It was very nice. Very nice to be with family. Excellent. Good to hear that. Speaking of family, we have another brother with us, Mr. Drew Bunting. Drew Fansky. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. Merry Christmas to you guys. How you guys doing? Merry Christmas. Good. Drew, Drew Fansky, he's he's hot with the picks. Yeah, he did is. I hit, did I hit another pick or not? I can't remember. I yeah. think so. I'm just gonna say you are. <laughs> Even if you didn't, <laughs> you hit two in a row, so. There we go. Upset pick, upset specials. Yeah. I wish I could pick. Wish I could pick Washington this week, but it's not gonna happen. Well, you don't think so? Thanks. Washington's done. They 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 they're done. Last Saturday that was their last hope. They played their hearts out. They played well defensively. They were still in the race, but when they lost that game, Philadelphia's going to beat Washington by more than 30 this week. So so what, you, what you're saying is uh, Adrian Peterson is really trying to knock the Vikings out by losing to Philadelphia. Yep, no chance of winning this game at all. He'll fumble. <laughs> <laughs> no, their hearts are out of it. They're done. I mean, it, it, they cashed in for the season. That was all they had last last. Uh, it's like when uh, when uh, George Foreman in the latter rounds of that fight against Ali, he threw he threw a huge flurry on Ali in the corner and hit him with 13 punches and it didn't phase Ali. And then Ali leaned into George Foreman and said, "Is that all you got, George?" And George said, "Yep, that's pretty much it." Then he knocked him out eight seconds later. Boxing Thanks. That's that's a nice Christmas surprise there. So we're gonna have to earn it ourselves. But you know what? When you lose at home to Buffalo, you should have to deserve to earn it. You should have to work win to get in. Agreed. Well, since we're sitting oh. here at the Mermaid, possibly for the last regular season game. Well, he is the last regular season game. Hopefully, we're here next week for playoffs instead of a wrap-up show. Let's get some rounds of alcohol at this table because we're gonna need it. Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> then we will break down quickly over the, the past game against the Lions and get into the Bears game. So, meow, let's meow. get the waitress over here and let's, guess, let's start drinking heavily. Yeah! <laughs> Who's driving home? Uber. Well, that never stopped some people. I haven't had a license in 30 years. You're living the high life. Remember the good old days when they said, never get in a car with a stranger? And now they have Uber. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that, dude? Well, that's what Lyft is for. Lyft, uh, Lyft is uh, all friendly. Uh, all right. Anyway, 
about the Lions game. With Uber and Lyft on a different show. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, just trying to get a new sponsor. Come on. <laughs> yeah, good going. Good going. All right, well, let's break down the game against the Lions. I know we said we had to come out looking good and not flat, and we didn't do that. It looked pretty flat for almost the first half. Pat, with the last four minutes of the, of the, the half, uh, three minutes or whatever it was. Yeah. You know, a touchdown pass to Diggs and then a Hail Mary to Rudolph. Then they went to the locker room, came out, and different team. They're bipolar. It's the most bipolar team I've, I've watched all season in the NFL. It's really, really amazing. When you get five yards on your first four possessions, yeah. it's very concerning. Yeah. We're playing any other team but the Lions. The game's over. Yeah. Easy. Well, oh, well, up in, up until the last you know few minutes of the, that first half, too. I mean, they only had the five yards. And it's like, Will, we didn't get our first first down until four minutes left in the first half. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's what. That's when we got our first. Let, let me. If you need a hail mary to take the lead on the Lions at halftime, I mean, how can you hang your hat on any confidence with that? Yeah. Well, it's you know, they very, didn't. Very it, it, it's always like that when you play the Lions. I mean, how many times have we gone in to play the Lions and it, we're expected to win and you end up in a 10-9 in a game like that? I it don't see other teams all the in this time. league sleepwalking to start football games like the Vikings do. It's terrible. Yeah, but look how they were pinned down in, the, in that very first drive. They were pinned inside the five-yard five, five yard line. You ain't going to do much with that. And it just kind of was a snowball from there. When you, have, when you have four possessions and you get five yards total, that is... That, that's beyond love. Thank God for the defense. I mean, the defense held us in that game in the first half. I mean, it, you know, the Lions only managed to get nine. If we were playing the Saints, we'd have been down 31 to nothing at halftime. So it's I got the same defense. But you know what? There's no more Lions or Cardinals or Jets. None of those teams are left anymore. They're gone. They're all gone. You're not playing anymore. It's scrubby, scrubby, scrub, scrubs. And you... Now I know why Bob said bring on the booze. That's right. <laughs> Well, I see that a lot anyway. So so what are you saying, that Stefanski is uh, not the guy that we should get rid of him? No, I'm not saying that at all. All right. Well, I'm, he, saying, he very, I'm saying very if you play a better team and you start a game like that, the game's going to be over. So they better figure something well, out. In the end, it was a very balanced attack. 28 passes, 28 runs. So that's basically what you know, Zimmer wants out of his offense. 27 points is nice. Uh, the nice, like, like Drew said, score a little bit earlier to have like a, a lead early in the game, but didn't happen. But the defense didn't break, and uh, second half they come out and slam the door shut. Yeah, second half I was pretty happy with the game, the game plan and everything. Everything seemed to be rolling in the second half. I'm not sure what it takes to get up to that point that maybe we could reach that point sooner. Well. I just want to go back to what I mentioned last week about how all the announcers are bashing Cousins all again. And it's ridiculous. During this game, when Cousins got sacked, one of the announcers was saying, you know, with the money he's getting paid and he's a veteran, you think he'd learn how to get rid of the ball. Meanwhile, Stafford, last time we played him, he got sacked 10 times, didn't get rid of the ball, makes more money, or as much money as Cousins. In this game, he got benched. But, you know, they didn't say anything bad about him. So, what is this? Is this pile on Cousins from the announcers in the NFL where they don't like him? 
Yeah, I don't know. It must there must be something something about that. Now that doesn't say that that Cousins is perfect in the in the pocket because he does have a tendency to see to hold on to the ball and and make some iffy decisions and maybe not such a, a quick decision uh, in the pocket, which which you need when when the, when the games like this when you've got rush defenders and your offensive line isn't the best. I mean, you've got to you got to step it up a little bit. So it, that's not to say that he doesn't have his flaws, but yeah, but yeah, there seems to be a little bit of a kind of bias to going on there with Stafford and, and Cousins in that game. I mean, every, every quarterback we've had has had something that us quarterbacks, coaches sitting at home have, have found something wrong with for years. I mean, uh, let's see, Bradford couldn't throw the ball deep because he didn't have time. Teddy couldn't throw the ball deep because he couldn't throw the ball deep. Uh, Case Keenum was bailed out a lot by his receivers. Culpepper fumbled a lot. And the list goes on and on and on. I mean, pick any team out there, pretty much, and there's something wrong with the quarterback. Right. You know, it is what it is. The guy is doing what we paid him to do. Not winning every game it isn't just on him. Could he do a little bit more and, and bail us out every now and then? Yeah, that would be nice, but it's still his first year on, on this team. Uh, he's on a second coordinator already. Yeah. Um, we'll see how things go. You know, who knows? They're not going to turn around and, and win Sunday and just roll through the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. It's been done before by the Packers and Giants going as a wild card. So it, it can happen. Will it? I doubt it. But this team has a great defense that can go out and control a game. Now on the other side of the line is a balanced offense and, and field possession. Position, I'm sorry. Not possession, position. Zalgal's already kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you have a good defense, you always have a chance. That's what Bud Grant used to say. That's why he was stressed defense so much. You know, keep doing yeah. things when your offense, offense is struggling. But. Yeah, and that defense is quietly getting better and better. I mean, it's, it's really nice, really nice to see. That's what they're built up on, so that's what we uh, spent a lot of money on, and, and Zimmer gets his way on that part, so it better be playing well. Yeah, I, you, know, you know, offensively, you kind of, oh man, I'm carry out full judgment on Kirk Cousins until the offensive line gets fixed and we have a coordinator in place. Maybe it's Stefanski, I don't know. The defense is going to, we're going to go as far as the defense carries us. It's just been that way for years around this franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Except for 98. <laughs> well, that's yeah, or when we had Far playing, I mean, he can kind of, you know. The thing about Cousins is when he comes in the games, you guys feel all right. I mean, this guy's going to strike fear into a defense. I mean, it's like it's, it's. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm just hoping he doesn't throw a pick six when he comes in. I don't. I don't necessarily feel that way. I mean, I'm just. He's capable of it, but he's also capable of throwing the pick six too. So, it's I mean, it's kind of a fifty-fifty proposition. I watch a game like I sit down to watch the Seahawks and the Chiefs Sunday night, and as I'm watching, I'm just thinking, man, they got court, these quarterbacks are on a totally different level than the one we got. Yeah. And this is, it's well, not, I mean, they're on different yeah. levels than most quarterbacks in the league right Mahomes, now. Mahomes. Mahomes is just fresh out of the womb. I mean, the guy's. <laughs> He's already good. I mean, why, why the hell can't we have that? We got stuck with Teddy. Yeah. 
Oh, come on. But I think Cousins Cousins can get set in and the defense plays well. He can we can get on a roll. We have the capability of winning games and being a really good team, so we'll hang our hat on that. Uh going into this week. This yeah, is like a well, playoff game. If we win Sunday at three in a row, then we only have to win four more. And you got Cook and Thielen and Diggs. I mean you got some really good weapons there. If Cousins just you know, if we could Get clicking on offense. Who knows? Maybe we could be that team that, that gets. I mean, it's rare, sure. I mean, in '83 Raiders or 2007 Giants caught fire in the opening round of the playoffs and went on to win the Super Bowl. I think someone needs to give Drew a stiff drink because he's uh he's yeah. wired up here. Cow, wired up over there. Drew Downer Skansky Stefanski. I just said we could get on a roll. We we can win it just as easily as anybody else, but uh, you can't have. You can't play two quarters of football and beat playoff teams. You can beat the Cardinals and you, you can beat the Lions, but you're not going to beat anybody's New Orleans or the Rams doing that. I mean, you Agreed. can't wait till four minutes left in the second quarter to get a first down. Yeah, but Come don't on. you don't you think this team kind of plays to the competition? It's it's done yes. that for years. Yes. So I think that's a good point. when it's a when it's a when it's a big game, they rise to the occasion, even when they're. When they're not expected to win, remember last year when they came in, they they were headed out of out of deep, out of Denver, and they were headed uh, I can't remember where it was, but they were down a bunch of guys, and like they they nearly came out and won that game, which was a total surprise. Um, they don't quite play down to the competition like they they have in years, but yeah, they have they have periods in like in this game where they need a wake up call, and, and certainly the end of that first half was a was a wake up call for them. Beginning of the, the the second half of the game against the Dolphins was a wake up call and that big seventy yard touchdown run. So this this team is capable, but it'd be nice to have sixty minutes of, of on uh, sixty minutes of focused football from this team would be really nice to see. And 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 now's the time. I mean, this is the week. This is the week for it to happen. And next week and the following week, the following week. Man, then we're sitting here having a one last show celebrating and really getting drunk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they came out to start that Dolphins game, I seen a team that was attacking and, and being the bully and punching Miami in the mouth first. That's what I want to see. Yeah. It seemed like we come out some weeks, especially last week against the Lions, we come out like we're tentative. We're almost playing. We're almost coming out to start the game like we're protecting a lead that we don't have. I mean, you got to be aggressive more. You got, you know, I don't, just don't, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's the scripted plays at the beginning. I don't know. Well, you not, can't come out to sleepwalk. You're gonna but, get rolled. But Drew, they started out in, uh, inside their five-yard line, their first drive. Okay, okay. Uh, I accept that drive. I didn't expect them to do much. I knew they were gonna run up the middle or quarterback sneak. I expect, kind of expected a three and out. But they, the next three drives, they didn't get any yards out of those either. They didn't do anything until it got to be late in the second quarter, and that's what. You know, yeah. from a coaching standpoint, you either can't fix it or you're allowing it to happen. Yeah. And that's Zimmer's call. Yeah. But it has happened. You take that Miami game out, we started slow almost every week. So yeah, I, I would, really I would say I would say there's a trend there, but it certainly seems like the last few weeks here we've we've uh, improved on things. They certainly look like the team that you wanted to see at the beginning of the year. I just really hope that continues to roll. I expect them to come out of the gate big this week because of the atmosphere. It's like a playoff setting. The crowd's going to be more into it. I don't expect them to sleepwalk this week. I expect them to come out on fire, and hopefully we come out on defense first. Because I would like to set the tone that way. Yeah. I don't think we're going to be overly aggressive on offense ever with Zimmer as our coach. It's just I get that feel he 
he doesn't want to make that first mistake in the game and be down seven zip. But being overcautiously, overly cautious, wow, this drinks are good. <laughs> being overly cautious sometimes is the same result. You know, yeah. You come out flat. Yeah, and you're down nine nothing. Let's let's give a skull toast to uh, the player of the game. I'm, I'm gonna mm. I'll start. I'm gonna I'm gonna toast to to Rudy, reminiscent yeah. of the uh, his uh, MVP Pro Bowl MVP uh, game, 122 yards and two touchdowns. That is nice to see. You've been waiting for that for years from from him. Nine catches yeah. on nine targets. It's beautiful. Yeah. Very yeah. good game for Rudy. Yeah, and and of course the uh, the hail Rudy uh, at the end of the half there was nice to see. Um, we got to utilize we, that guy. Dare we say Rudolph the red zone reindeer? Oh dear! Uh, oh dear! Oh god! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think Scotty's lie was just as bad. <laughs> Drinks, please. Yes. <laughs> there ain't enough alcohol behind the bar for that one. Maybe it's just me, but it seems like when Rudy's really involved in the game plan, I, I'd like to see our record. I bet, you know, I, I'd say we win like 95% of the time when he's getting a lot of passes. I don't know why that is, but keep using him. Well, yeah, I think we've underutilized him. I mean, with that MVP, that, that year that he made the, well, he didn't make the Pro Bowl. It was because of a player injury or whatever. But he was the MVP of that, of that Pro Bowl, and you're like, where is this? Why can't we utilize the guy like that? And, you know, here was the game that, that he, obviously, 44-yard uh, Hail Mary was a lot of that yardage. But um, he had a he had a fantastic game, and they used him. And that's, we've got him, why not? The, the Patriots use Gronk. I mean, he's kind of Gronk light. I think we have to use Rudolph as a chip blocker first, which sometimes has to stay in. So he's not, I mean, Gronkowski's more like a wide receiver who's playing tight end. Uh, Kelsey, Ertz, those guys are more, you know, lining up to go catch the ball. Where Rudolph right now is helping up the O-line. And he really can't get into his his spots to catch the ball. But when he does, yes, he, he's very, very good hands for the most part. Yeah, you, you, you cut the piano off Kyle Rudolph's back, he'd be George Kittle. Hmm. I mean, the guy... He catches a ball, you don't expect him to get more than two yards heading upfield, but he's pretty solid in all the other areas. He just doesn't have that yard type to catch. So how, how much of an effect do you think David Morgan has on, on Rudy's game and, and the passing game and running game in, in, in general? Running game is huge. He's a great blocker. Yeah. Not having him in those games is a big miss for the Vikings. I think having him back is important to keeping the running game alive. Yeah, Morgan's a big boy. That moves some people. Uh, I mean, his rumors, his rumors that uh, Rudolph might not be back next year because of Ty Conklin and Morgan. Hmm. Who knows? We'll, we'll see. Um, I like, I like to see him back and finish his career as a Viking. Yeah, me too. So, any but, other, any other skull toes? Any other guys that stuck out in the game? Uh, Eric Wilson. Yeah. Well, Eric Wilson had a great game filling in for Kendricks. Uh, I think he stepped up. He had a sack. He had like five or six tackles. Um, it was solid. That's what we needed. Him and Gideon actually played well. Yeah, between the two of them, they had 17 tackles. It's pretty decent. Yeah. But for me, my player of the game, well, there's no real player. I'd say the entire defense just played well. I hate saying it. It's kind of uh, taking the cheap way out, but 
you know, only give up nine points on the road. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to toast the whole defense. Skull. I'll go with that. Yeah. I'll toast that. Skull, skull, skull. I keep toasting things. I'm going to be toast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should get those out of the way right away or later in the game, later in the show. <laughs> the depth on the defense has really been impressive this year. Yeah. With Harris, with Harris coming in, you know, even the Holton Hill. I mean, the guys that have come in there to sub have been really, really good, in my opinion. Yeah, that's I, that's a, that's a great statement. That's true. Better than red zone reindeer. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Everybody likes that. Meow meow. Uh, meow meow. <laughs> yeah, I was you know like I said it was a slow start but we got the win. Yeah. That's all that matters is the win. And uh, we had some dry spells but we're moving on. It's playing. We we don't need anybody else to get in the playoffs. We control it all ourselves. So they got it right in front of them if they want it. Yeah. All right. Say we we'll go to a commercial, come back, talk about a little bit of Elspar, and then break down the Bears game, and let's go get a stiff drink. Yeah, we'll do that, and then get, we'll go more bowling. Kelly bowling, though. You're getting pretty good. You've uh, up up from uh, 97 to 122. Yes. Good. What do you think, Drew? Sound good? Good plan? Yeah, it sounds like a great plan. <laughs> great plan. All right. We'll be back after this word from our sponsor. Ben, is your big Viking horn not always so big? When the wife wants to be sacked, you just sit on the sideline where you're not alone. But cheer up. The makers of Viagra have made you the sack master. That's right. One purple pill, 20 minutes before a game time kickoff, and you'll be pushing that purple helmet into the end zone all night. In fact, after you score your touchdown, you will want to go for two instead of kicking the extra point. But be warned, you may want to be wearing a safety unless you are planning on having more Viking fans. So call 1-800-BIGHORN for your free sample today. All right. We're, we're back from our, our biggest sponsor we have. Biggest. It does that too. Uh, <laughs> Uh, our longest <laughs> yeah, it is our longest sponsor <laughs> longest and only but hey <laughs> anyway let's talk a little bit about Valspar alright how's that going how bad am I now you know I don't know you're 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 within striking distance and this is the week this is the this is the Jeopardy style question week where you get to wager um it's going to be you're going to be able to wager a hundred points you know if you have a hundred points on on a question and i haven't come up with that question yet but typically it's going to be a yardage thing and i think it's going to be either uh which team minnesota or chicago has more passing yards or rushing yards and you'll be able to wager those points and then obviously if you pick yes you you get those extra points if not you lose those points so uh, it could really shake things up and it's gotten pretty tight uh, Rick Vike, last year's uh, champion, is within, uh, I think it's like 25 points in first place. So it's kind of getting exciting going down to the uh, wire here for the for the trip. Uh, trip. Yeah, I wish it was a trip. <laughs> <laughs> for the beer mug. And uh, so it, it's kind of, it's going to be a great week. And hopefully it goes on for a couple more weeks. But just in case, 
uh, we're going to do the, the Jeopardy style question, so uh, we'll get that in before the season's over. Excellent. So Alrighty if then. anybody's interested in playing, there still is, you know, you, you're, you're not going to win the, uh, the mug, but there is still a chance that you can get into the drawing for the uh, Vikings uh, grill cover, which is fantastic. That's going to be drawn. Uh, anybody that makes a top 10 finish uh, any week of the season will be put into a drawing uh, for that prize, too. So that's, uh, that's a reason to play this week if you haven't played at all. And that's at bellspar.com, B-E-L-S-P-A-R.com. Nice. I wish I didn't miss the week, though. I'd still be in last place, but <laughs> you're, you're not. In last. You miss a week, it really kind of kills you. <laughs> it well, it does, and that's why I put that extra prize in there because that that helps keep you playing. And the the Jeopardy style question, you can make up ground. To, you know, you could make up 200 points on somebody. Make up ground, Bob. Do it. I'm trying. I'm trying. All right, let's get into the Bears game. Yes, the juicy Bears. I'm going to be 100% serious here. No more goofing around. Uh-oh. Do or die. It's do or die. It's, it's basically a playoff game. It is I, I don't see us getting any help from the Redskins. Not, that's so, not going to happen. Redskin game no. will be over by halftime. No. The only thing I can we, we can hope and pray is maybe the Rams are up by 40 real early and the Bears see the score and uh, just take the starters out. Because they have everything to play for right now still. Yeah. Yeah. And aren't they, the games are yeah, the games are being played at the same time, correct? Yeah. Yeah. yeah everything was flexed for that reason. So it, it, it's it's gonna be a really really a fun afternoon with, with Philly visiting Washington and obviously Philly's got a shot to get in. Seattle uh, is at home against the Cardinals and there's a chance for the Vikings to take that fifth seed if, if Seattle were to stumble uh, against the Cardinals, which is you know, that's a division game, that's that's possible. So let me get this right. Seattle gets the Cardinals. Philly gets the Redskins, and the Rams get the 49ers. Yeah. And we get the Bears. Yeah. Now that just, where's the fairness in that? Where's the schedule gods? That doesn't seem right. Yeah, it's fitting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. beginning of the year, beginning of the year, we, we, we thought this game wouldn't mean anything to us. As in, right. you know, we have a division wrapped up. We'll probably be like sure. one or two seed all wrapped up. And now we're sitting here praying that we win. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't foresee it ending up like this at the end of the regular season. That's for certain. No, but I think if you're an NFL guy uh, doing the schedule, this is exactly what you want. Well, sure. Yeah. But uh, we, we probably could take back some games we lost, but it's one of those football. It's how football rolls. you got to win to get in, so yeah. we'll see. Now, if the Vikings don't win this game, then they probably weren't meant to be in the playoffs anyway, were they? So. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah well, that's that's it's it's a it's a juicy afternoon on Sunday, and then it's followed up with a with an AFC win and you're in uh, playoff game with Indy at Tennessee. So it's gonna yeah. be a great NFL. Weekend. Yeah, good time to be an NFL fan. Late December. Yeah, it's a great weekend. All right, what do we have to do to beat the Bears? Other than the obvious stuff, I think I think it's going to come down to defense. The the defense has got to too. keep playing solid football, and the offense just has to get some semblance of of success against against this Bears defense, which has turned out to be pretty doggone good. You know, I I, I think if we can keep the formula that Stefanski has has put in these last two games of, of running the ball, give the offense a chance to uh, 
make some statement, the offensive line a chance to make a statement and, and gain a few yards rushing and take your shots when you can and and uh, really just 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 play your basic football and, and you've got better talent on, on the team, the Vikings do, and they just need to show it. This is it. This is the time. That's what we've been playing for, for the playoffs, and, and you win and you're in. I think this game comes down to turnovers and the kickers. That's what I'm banking on. And our kicking game has been kind of silent the last few weeks. No no issues, no problems, which is nice. Yeah, the one thing I noticed about, I mean, we only gave up nine points last week. When your defense only gives up nine points and they're creating a bunch of turnovers, that's one thing. But we didn't create any turnovers and we still held the lines tonight. So I'm seeing that this defense, we could be even better if we get turnovers. I think we're going to get two or three this week, and I think it's going to help us. I think we're going to, I'm calling, my spicy take is three turnovers. I think we get three turnovers this week for the defense. Wow. Whether we give them back, I don't know. Yeah. Ask Kirk Cousins to call him. Well, one of the interesting things in, in the game last week, too, yeah, we didn't get tur turnovers and, and sacks, not a whole lot, three of them, but we had a lot of tackles for loss. I mean, they, they could not rush the ball at all, and that was huge. That was just as good as a sack. Very much so. Good point. I think it's two games in a row, no turnovers, but very little um, points allowed. Yeah. So the defense is doing something right. I mean, a turnover, yeah. like, you guys would be awesome, but if you can't create a turnover, you know, pin them back and, you know, make it third and long, you know, by all the um, tackles for loss, that'd be good. Continue that, I'll be, I'll be happy with it. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing a turnover. People have labeled Cousins a turnover machine at this juncture. You know what? Trubisky's no better. That guy's as much of a turnover machine as anybody when you rattle him. So kind of goes both ways on the quarterback's end. I mean, that's why I think turnovers are gonna turnovers are gonna decide this game. So the Bears are obviously in a, in a position. They're in the playoffs. They've got a they, they've got that position. Uh, they're in the Vikings or not. Would you rather be in the Bears shot or would you rather be in the Vikings shot? Thinking about this team, hmm. I think we're in a perfect spot. Honestly, I'd rather I'd rather have have us have to win to uh, to uh, get into the playoffs than than a chance to be, uh, you know, we're going into the end of the season here. We're in the playoffs, and we we lose this game. I'd, I'd rather us be in the spot that we're in. I would have to agree. I mean, the points to the intensity, when you round it out that way, has to be on our side. Because, uh, you know, we do need it more. We should come out more fired up. I mean, they got they got the division. They're sitting there, and, they're, you know, we're at home. For another thing, we should, uh, I see us taking this game. We should win this game. I mean, we... I, Five-point favorites right now. So. And we had the route last year of a, of a, a week off, you know, in the in the second sp uh, spot in the playoffs, and look what it did for us. You know, it didn't really do a whole lot. I think we kind of relaxed a little bit too much. So, I think we're in a good spot. I agree. I agree. Well, Vikings are five and two at home. Bears are four and three on the road. So, not much of a difference there, other than you know, I, I'm I'm really hoping the fans are absolutely well served and loud yeah i they i think they will be i don't see how they couldn't be i'd love to be at that game by the way if anybody's yeah. out there looking for gift somebody with a ticket yeah, yeah. it should be raucous <laughs> yeah it should be tailgating i mean last, you know pretty much the last uh, last game of the season for for us bank stadium and and, and tailgating i know a lot of lots are are going to be uh, gone next year so 
this is it. This is the time. Let's let's do it. Ah, that's just made me sad. I know. Yeah, if they take them. If the Vikings come out flat for this game, there's seriously a coaching problem going on. There's no. There's nothing points to being flat for this game. You got to get fired up for this. Well, I think the NFL and well, maybe not the NFL, but the Vikings are, are ruining their own organization by eliminating a lot of the tailgating lots. You know, no, nobody wants to show up at five minutes before game time and spend ten dollars per beer, and they want to get in in the you know, stadium a couple hours early, tailgate with some friends, cook on a grill, throw a few back, and go into the stadium ready to, to cheer on their team. You know, the elimination of all these tailgating lots is, is not going to be a good thing for this team. I, I don't. I don't think so. I, I think it's a big part of part of your tradition. And you know, obviously, they don't make any. The team doesn't make any money off of it. Not a whole lot of people make money off of it. You know, maybe the parking lot guys uh, who own that own that, but no, there's there's no money in it. So, but yeah, it, it it's huge. It's a big part of it. I'd love to go up to just tailgate and, and watch the game in the parking lot of the TV you know I know that's not the money maker for the league or anybody but uh, it's really cool it's a lot of fun and, and it builds your fan base and uh, I, I do think they are making a mistake Bob I agree with you because people aren't going to go no more because they're not going to pay $10 a beer $10 a burger you can't have, you can't bring your kid to the game no more No. But to, to get there early and toss the football around the parking lot throw a couple back cook on the grill Make some good friends. Yeah, it's all going away. I think this is the worst thing that could happen to this organization. This 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 organization needs a huge fan base because we've suffered for how many years? So taking this away, I'm sorry, Ziggy Wolf. If you ever hear this, I think you're making a huge mistake. Yeah, and of course Ziggy would say it's not it's not in his hands, but. All yeah. that, all that uh, the fighting for the stadium and where to place it and all that stuff, man. If that thing was sitting out in Arden Hills with parking all around like they got at Arrowhead, uh, it'd be nice, really nice. And charge, hey, I don't, charge, fans. charge 60, 70 bucks for a parking spot. You fans, you stop having fun. Yeah. Stop that. Hey, you, yeah. you're gonna have fun. You're gonna be out of here. Yeah, I want, a, I want a piece of that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I live out near. Uh, where the Patriots play, and there's a ton of parking out there, and parking there is like 50, 60 bucks, and let me tell you, that's more than fun. That's more fun than going to the game. It, it is a big part of it. Like I said, I've done it. I've gone up and tailgated, watched the game in the in the parking lot, you know, with other fans. Um, being by the stadium, you get the atmosphere and everything. Uh, you Sounds don't like get a good time. Yeah, it, it really is. It's 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 a blast, and, and uh, sadly, it's it's uh, it's trickling away. Horrible. Maybe they need a Vicagra. <laughs> Not they're already being a bunch of big dicks. <laughs> oh! But um Thank you, thank you. I'll be here all night. All night, folks. Lane number seven. Alrighty. So uh, so we didn't really give a you know, how we're gonna beat the Bears, but it's okay. I think Drew nailed it. Defense and a and a, and a field goal. That's right. You tasted a pretty yeah. defensive. Usually those games come down to who gets that crucial fumble or interception, who fumble, who muffs a punt, who does. You know, it's going to be something. Like, I, I kind of feel it. I could see this being a 1960 game. Easy. So, it, and it's in the, we're not going to 
there's not going to be scoreboard watching. Obviously, they can't because they're being played at the same time. So that's that's going to play into it a little bit too. I I, I think I, I almost wonder if there's going to be things that are going to be uh, you know what's going to happen that's going to delay some of these games to uh, put a little more drama and pressure on these teams. Yep. And uh, maybe maybe that Vikings game's going to be uh, oh delayed a half an hour so we get a little bit of uh, scoreboard watching going on. I think the Rams or the not the Rams but the uh, yeah, the, yeah, the Rams Niners will be one o'clock, and we're going to be one thirty, so we'll be a little bit uh, behind that. Behind that, if the if it's going to be really interesting if the Rams start putting the hammer down, yeah, on the 49ers, what the Bears do. I mean, you know, for, what for if, those of you at home, Drew is West Coast time. What <laughs> if what if the what if the yeah, what if the Rams are up thirty to nothing at halftime? Yeah, I, I think I think the Bears kind of tone it down a little bit, but you also got a chance to knock your your division rival and the, and the team you're going to play next week out of the playoffs. Yeah, but that's yeah. not more important than the playoffs. Nagy's not going to run Trubisky out there unless he possibly has to. I mean, they what? They'd be getting us at Soldier Field the following week. Isn't that the possibility? And they had huge yeah. success against us last time there. So, yeah, I oh. think if they're, if they're gambling, they want to see us next week. So. Just got to take care of business. Right. The Bi- Vikings are good enough to win this game, and they should just go play their game. Yeah, I say the same way. Screen pass, run the ball, field position. Boom! Uh, you guys want to get into picks? Yeah, let's do it. All right, I'm, I'm going to go 23-20 Vikings. Last second field goal. I like it. Mm. Drew, you're going to go next? Uh, yeah. I will, I'm just going to go with my 1916 score. Bailey, 52-yarder with three seconds left. Breaks the tie and wins us the game. I, you know, I kind of it, it's such a tough pick because this game could be really kind of somewhat meaningless and it could be really meaningful for both teams. So I would tend to go a little bit closer, but I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to stretch it out a little bit. I'm going to say Minnesota 31, Chicago, 27. Wow. A little bit. <laughs> Vikings wow. score 31 this week, then uh, I'll buy your beer for the New Year's Eve. Hey, that sounds like a deal. <laughs> 31? 31. Maybe, we'll, we'll, maybe we are going to score a punt return or two. Well, that would be nice. That's how they do it. I hope that thirty-one would be very sweet. Dude. Yeah, and, and I'm not even sure the Bears are going to score twenty-seven. So that's, but I didn't want to make it too much of a homer pick. So, <laughs> what if it's thirty-one to nothing and we knock Trubisky out of the playoffs? I would love it. <laughs> that would be pretty good. That would be a great game, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would. I, actually, it would. And, and 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 that's the real tricky point for for the Bears in this game, or even for the Vikings in this game, is. You know, if you ain't looking, if you're not on on key and you're not focused, you're gonna get your ass kicked. Sure. And and and, and and that there's a potential for that to happen, especially if they look up and see see the see the the Rams game, uh, and and boom, I mean we could put a hurt in. I mean that's where the Vikings are sitting too. Hey, we're gonna play you next week if we're the sixth seed. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna knock you out now, because <laughs> uh, we're gonna need you hurt going into next week. Oh, I forgot to add during the exactly. breakdown. 
for God's sakes, can you can you block Mac? Can you can you make sure he's t- taken care of? Christ's sake, Zimmer. Don't let that guy decide your game. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we'll be, we follow this up with upset specials, but there really are no games this week that will be upset specials. No. So we don't we, we don't really need to do that this week. Yeah. That that uh, I want to go get another run of drinks and stop bowling. But this ought to be good. You got, you guys have anything you got to add? So I, I go. I got one thing I want to say at the end. No, I'm, I'm good, no, man. I'm, I'm excited. It's, it's playoff football a week early. Merry Christmas. Yeah, playoff football. I agree with you there. But at this time, uh, I'd like to a wish everybody a very happy new year, including my uh, my buddy Scott and Drew. Well, thank but you. I also like to reflect back for a minute that this is the fourth year that I, I've been doing the show, and I'd like to personally thank everybody that's been part of this from the beginning. Go back to Mike Olson, Tom Moore, uh, Georgia Vike, OBM, Jeff Nichols, uh, even Rob Bass. And, you know, thank you guys for helping the show. Um, You know, Georgia Vike had to uh, step down because he became a grandfather. Jeff is, you know, still doing his uh, boy band tour. Uh, you know, life happens. But thank you guys for all that. I hope it's all a, a good new year. And uh, we'll be back here next week, hopefully gearing up for a playoff game, not saying goodbye for the year. Yeah, you bet. You scared me there for a minute. I thought you were going to step down from the throne. Well, my throne. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, skull to week 17. Beat the band. Skull. Yeah, and happy birthday, Bob. Happy birthday. Happy New Year, Bob. Thanks. Thank you very much. Happy New Year to you guys. Let's go uh, drink some more and try bowling again. Yeah, let's do it. Bye.